0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Daily Double Talk. I'm Corey Coleman. You know who I am. And you know who this man over here is, too. Mr. Christian Horchata-Torres. Oh, cut that hair. Did you?
1: Yeah, no, I took shears to it, man. I got really. So I told you I had allergies this whole week and I had that Santa and a win. And my fucking hair kept getting in my face and making me sneeze more. And so I just finally just cut this thing. I'm sure it's a terrible haircut, but I don't care. Uh, no. I feel like I beat the hair. You know, I won that battle.
0: No, 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 man. It's actually, it's actually good, man. I like it. I actually like it. You look like a homeless guy that just got a makeover. It's actually really nice. Yeah, man. extreme makeover. He <laughs> yeah. looks a little less like a caveman. Still caveman, though, Neanderthal for sure. But when I tell you you got that homeless man look, don't ever, don't ever take it bad, man. Because when I say you got the homeless man look, you I think I told you this before. You had that homeless man look like the like the homeless man in an action movie, you know, where they they never look really homeless. Like they're just a little shaggy, but still sexy right. as hell. That's the you. Classically man.
1: handsome homeless, yeah. Of course. Yeah,
0: exactly, man. Exact classically has some homeless. Mr. Christian Tor- C- Torres over here is how we That's would my describe him. clothing line, watch out. Look out people, what's going on everybody? How you doing? Welcome to the show. I am Corey Coleman, as I told you, and this is the Daily Double Talk where we have our conversations There is, It is, I dare say, the most conversational show we have here on Double Toasted. And since that is the case, we kind of cover everything that we do on other shows, on other shows, excuse me, except maybe we go a little further in certain areas than in other places. We talk about entertainment. We talk about pop culture stuff. We talk about geek and nerdy things out there, too. I think this is a show where we actually delve into politics a little bit more. Just a tad bit. We usually say that for the end of the show, just in case nobody wants to stick around Listen to that. Normally, I would say you need to hear this, but I understand how people feel pressured right now. I understand how people feel a little anxious, so I'm not going to actually come in and pressure you to stick around for that part of the show. But I think we still make it fun no matter what. We go off, but we make it fun. And we're just waiting on a few people to get into the chat right now. How's everybody doing? And for some reason, I don't know if I have to reinstall this, but my chat is not working. I just got Austin finally. I saw this. Yeah, for some reason, my chat is not working over here. I don't know why. I don't know why. But hey, people are coming in. Welcome, everybody. Since you're starting to filter in, let's go ahead and shift. The attention. Let's stop looking at this pretty man over here. Look at him. You know, and I want to do yeah, I treat him like I treat my wife. When I notice a new haircut, I immediately respond. You know (laughs) I give him the compliment. I'm actually
1: really surprised. I was gonna say it's not your responsibility to know when I cut my hair and you sniff that out like a fucking bloodhound. I appreciate it.
0: Oh man, I pay attention. I pay attention, man. You know, like I said, that's people, that is what happens when you actually get married. You learn how to actually look for things like that in everybody you know you're not you're not going if your wife gets a new haircut you better fucking notice it and so since you start to notice with her you just start it just becomes a habit you look forward on everybody (laughs) you know so yeah when i saw your hair i was like yeah man awesome yeah
1: no no i i get it i mean here's the thing so you've been in quarantine i I know you've been out living your life like you go out to the parks and you very safely rave from the distance and whatnot but like since you're spending so much time with the people that you just look at at this uh, like every day every day every day every day do you start to notice shit about your wife that you've never noticed before and you're like oh shit like i bought a house and married this person but i never noticed this
0: oh well first of all you can see that we have a very positive new subscription alert you're the man now dog (laughs) oh yeah. A lot of people did not give people did not give this man enough credit for that. You know, I know he was James Bond. I know he was in the Untouchables and then he was Indiana Jones. Yeah, but he found
1: Forrester,
0: eh? You know, that was his real achievement. Yeah, yeah, but giving us that line right there, "You're the man now, dog." I, people say that and had no idea that that came from James Bond. But we're going to respect it right here. Uh, well, you know what? I'll answer that question a little bit about my wife. She's still in the house. So I really can't answer that question too loudly. What the fuck are you trying to do, <laughs> man? Are trying to get me in trouble? Um, yeah. But tell you what I can do. Let's go ahead and uh, introduce my, my Twitch wives. I say that because I spend a lot of time with you guys out here, and I really work hard for you. We're talking about the chat fam, the OG chat, bringing in all those visuals right there. And then we got... The side bitches. I see some new names up in here. Can't, look, you will never miss a name that's called Dingleberry. You will remember that one. <laughs> I think that's new. <laughs> Dingleberry, how you doing? Dangling off that ass. How you doing? We got Jake Luther up in here. Ace Rock, the body rock. Don't stop. Ace Rock, the body rock. Don't stop. How you doing, Ace Rock? <laughs> Elites Ryu, G the Cool Slayer fever storm entanglement is here chris ayers how you doing fern mayor rules oh how's everybody doing how's everybody doing it's great to have you here today uh barbie joy and brad i think barb barbie i think i would have known you had i seen you before uh, but welcome, if I have met you before, welcome back And I'm sorry for not remembering you I should remember more of you uh, more often Especially with these cool names But there's so many people coming in now But I really appreciate y'all being here Candy Apple Red, see I, what, I don't, I do not know you There's so many new people up in here What's going on everybody, welcome to the show Welcome to the show uh, Let me see Somebody said you get an update on your PS5 Thank you I'll be the better man when I actually get my PS5, which I don't know yet. Uh, I'm expecting, did you order PS5,
1: Christian? No, no, I didn't order any of them. I don't care. I'm going to get it eventually, right? I think they, don't they do this with every generational launch? They like build up the fact that it's going to be out of stock, but you could pretty much get one two weeks in.
0: Yeah, they always do this, man. But you know, I had an opportunity to get one uh, early, so I did. Uh, And still, I don't think I'm going to get it on time. It's supposed to come out on, on the 12th. Uh, shit, I don't know. The, the, the country might be burning by that point. Uh, the, the, a console might be the last thing on my mind at that moment. So like,
1: this is a country that's burned shit over video game consoles before. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think I think that's going to it's funny that that's going to be the least likely thing. But it still shows that we're a society that's willing to completely eat our own for whatever yeah. the purpose
0: Or The world will be burning and not getting our consoles on time. will just add to the fire. <laughs> you know, we're just, hey, we're already tearing up shit. Let's just keep going doesn't have another or reason could to be do it. the
1: thing that unites us. Democrat, Republican doesn't matter. We just want a fucking game. Here's the problem with this. I was probably going to pre-order it and then they uh, delayed cyberpunk again. So I'm just going to wait until that officially comes out, which I think will be probably in the next three or four years. You know, I don't trust any of these dates.
0: Oh, let me see. Uh, atheist Hey, hey, I am saying, do you remember me? We met a little while ago. I went to my friend's house the first day that we met. Was this in New York when we met? I think cuz I remember meeting somebody and we went to uh, a house party. This was in New York. Uh and that is Atheus who asked me this. Uh Atheus uh let me know man. Uh if that is the obviously if that's the case then I do remember you. Uh let me see. Hey,
1: we're getting some uh, some some words here, some notes that uh, the stream is lagging, which it's lagging on my end, but I thought it was just me, but I'm seeing a lot of chat about it.
0: Huh. So people saying the stream is lagging. Is it lagging yeah. for everybody out there? I don't know why it would be.
1: But uh, on my end, it's going about five seconds uninterrupted, and then it stops for about two seconds and hmm. then it keeps going.
0: Let me know, because I'll stop the stream if that's the case. But if it hasn't, then, uh, you know, I'll keep going. But I don't know why this is. Uh, yeah, it's lagging a little bit, Corey. It's on and off. It's getting some pauses, but now it's OK. Test, 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 people. Uh, all of a sudden, it stopped. Yeah, it's lagging stops and starts people say i'm good now now it's good it's okay now (laughs) all right now you know i can't tell anymore (laughs) video keeps
1: freezing yeah we're getting conflicting reports here
0: uh it's fine for me looks fine for me all right we'll keep going if the problem is is still uh there then we'll stop the stream and we'll start all over again but if it's okay for everybody out there then we'll uh we'll keep it going oh somebody says still dropping so it seems okay it might just take a little time um hmm i don't know why that would do that let me see here yeah i see over here on my end not oh oh yeah i see it is kind of spotty over here it could be my internet Hello. Yeah, let me stop this and uh, see if I can start over again. I'll be right back, y'all. I'll be right back. Hey, stay tuned. I see on my end where it's freezing. All right, people, let's stop and start again, and I'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I think I might have fixed the problem. I'm getting all greens over here. No reds and yellows. Wasn't looking like a traffic light over here, so I think... I think we're actually okay right now yeah i think it's fine i see people in the chat talking about cool all right well if it's cool then we will proceed all right let's see here yes we got approval from everybody yes we are the man now dog let me see people let me know if you're looking all right over there i don't want to unplug a bunch of stuff so i did a little something different but you guys tell me give me some feedback Let's see here. People said somebody. Fellboy boy says. Nice. All right, then. Let me see. I think we're OK. We're looking good. All right, then. Well, didn't have to cancel the show like I thought we were going to have to do a little while ago. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. All right. Well, then, since everything is fine, everything is working. Let's get on with this show over here. Let's make up for some. Lost time by jumping quickly into what the show is going to be about. People, please, if you're just tuning in, what happened was, after recording is going up late, what happened was the internet went out. You know, typical problem with live streaming. It, it happens sometimes. We had to go and pull some cords and reconnect some things and, and cut the blue wire and plug in the red wire and all that kind of stuff. So I think we're actually working right now. So since we are, we're going to stop messing around and just jump right into things. Welcome once again to the Daily Double Talk, Corey. Christian over here, conversational discussion show here on Doubletoasted.com. Entertainment, nerdy stuff, and politics. Believe me, you can do all of that in one show. And we try to make it as much fun as we can. Speaking of which, today on the show, we have all of that. We have Halloween Kills. You know, there's a couple of teasers out there. We're going to be talking about the latest teaser for that, which has Michael Myers going up against... A very interesting foe this time around. Put your money on who you think will win on that one. Let me tell you about it. We also have in the sort of nerdy area. Let me talk about Blade. Classic OG Blade. Wesley Snipes. Turns out Blade is about to go up against a different foe himself. We'll talk about that. Somebody's been out there talking trash about Blade, bringing up that old shit, stuff we shouldn't even be worried about right now. And Blade says it's simply not true and going to round things off with the Trump train. Running buses off the road, (laughs) sort of action-packed politics right there, but not really the good kind of action movie that we're looking for. This is, uh, uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it, see how you feel about it. Uh, Is it lighthearted fun or is it actually assault and suppression? We'll go ahead and talk about that a little bit later too and uh, anything else that might come up in between, you know, before the show's over, something might pop up that we weren't Ever expecting this happened before could happen again christian how you doing sir i'm well i'm doing better thank you for asking how how was your halloween what you end up doing i just stayed in and did a little halloween party with the people out there man you want to see something i'm gonna show Uh, you something of course yeah show me i'm gonna show you something hold on i have to kind of disappear for this hold on hold on i'm gonna Uh show you something i'm gonna show you my my halloween costume that i wore hold on real quick i'll be right back hold on all right all right let's see it You
1: ready? Uh, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Yeah.
0: Hey there, Christian. How you doing, buddy? It's your old Uncle Billy. How you feeling there?
1: Yeah. Don't look so That's some nightmare shit. We don't, we don't, Puerto
0: Ricans, we don't play that shit, man. Well, you going to play with me today, sir, Son. Oh, Uncle Billy. got yuck, yuck, yuck. this scared the shit out of people, man. I think it scared the people, people because, for, first of all, it looks so realistic, but you got this white half, and then you got this black bottom jaw right here. Freak the fuck out of people, man.
1: <laughs> no, that's truly disquieting, I have to tell you. Like, like you know, because sometimes when we think about what's the scariest thing in the world, it's like gore or monsters or ghouls. Nah, that. That. It was so simple. We cracked the code. It's the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, this is horrifying, man. It's horrifying. If I had a butcher knife in my hand, I think I would scare Michael Myers. <laughs> you know, he'd be like, "Shit, fuck that."
1: <laughs> oh. Did you really? So, what was that character bit though? Like, were you just going around talking to Mia like that all weekend?
0: Oh, I was talking all kind of nasty stuff to her. I was, you know, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was saying really, just yeah. You don't kiss and tell. I get it. You're a gentleman. I, would, I, get it. I was saying cheap sexual jokes to her, like white on the upside, black on the bottom. If you know what I mean. Yuck! Yuck! <laughs> yuck! Yuck! <laughs> You're like a racist white Bill Cosby, in your yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, like a, she was being followed around the house by a horny racist redneck. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, you yeah, said, so, you know, I, yeah, I wore this around the house and freaked out, which is not my fault, because let me take this off because this freak. I like the way it chat. It's like somebody just said, Jesus, Corey. <laughs> right, I'm not alone in being truly horrified by that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people are freaked out, man. Uh, somebody said Corey's is a mustached Oreo. Reverse story, yo. Uh, look at this, My this personal my,
1: favorite was, uh, looks like a Mexican Groucho Marx.
0: That was great. I think I actually said that on a, <laughs> I did No, we said something else. I look like a Mexican something on Saturday. Yeah, this is my brother in law's mask, man. I had it here on the floor all weekend. So I just, since I saw it, I'd picked it up since you asked me what I did for Halloween. I did this. I terrorized my wife all weekend <laughs> with this song. <laughs> you look like a Henson character. Uh, what? Yeah, you look
1: like like a, like a, like you know in the witch. Well, you didn't watch the '90s witches. Shame, shame, Corey. Everyone knows your name. Uh, you look like one of the human uh, makeup caricatures from the witches. You look like a
0: Jim Henson creation. Oh, I can see that. Oh, that's why I told my wife. I said I look like a, uh, I look like Cheech Marin on meth. <laughs> <laughs> It Let's was fine when it American. was read, but then just moved on. Yeah, yeah. I just went through the house and just assaulted my wife with this mask on all weekend. It was uh, a, it was fun. It was fun. America, that's beautiful, man. Oh, let me see here. Yeah, man. We just it.
1: ended up rewatching Texas Chainsaw, which, by the way, that movie still holds up. I haven't seen it in like a decade, and and you expect like as horror goes cr- creepier and weirder in different directions that those things will stop being as good. And now nah, that one, that one still holds up. It's pretty pretty terrifying.
0: You will get arrested trying to actually give trick or treaters candy with this, because you look like the pedophile that's trying <laughs> to lure them in. You know. <laughs>
1: Hey, come on. You need up. a white van. That's the thing. If you just had an unmarked white van, there would be no ambiguity about what you are. At, at best, now people yeah. guess, I assume, 80% of the time that you're yeah. a Just looking
0: look out the window, waving, <laughs> you know, standing in my front yard. Oh, don't be scared. Come on. Yeah, Uncle Bobby. That's the name of the mask. Not Billy. It's Bobby. Uncle Bobby. Because <laughs> apparently somebody had an, uh, an Uncle Bobby that was a child molester and just molded the mask <laughs> after him. <laughs> you know what I mean no, they're like, you, you know mean-
1: a pedophilia is a crime but what's, what's another crime is not making a fucking profit off this let's put his <laughs>
0: face everywhere well why not something good come, might have as well come out of it <laughs> come on what's up your kids don't be afraid reach in the bag <laughs> get yourself some candy come break your ass here no. <laughs> yeah man I should just drive around with this uh, see how many times I get stopped by the cops or oh, shot that day oh Man, if I just drive around with the white half up, no, nothing will happen. <laughs> you know, this yeah, I was going to
1: say, you're probably going
0: to get arrested less if
1: you rock that mask all the time. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I, like, you talk about a horror movie mask. This is it right here. This is a... And while my brother-in-law wore this, he actually looked like a real person. Like, he looked like like this was an actual human being because he had a beard that, first of all, his skin matched unlike mine. And then he had a beard that, like, went... It just... It, it melted into the mustache, so people were freaking out when they saw him on uh, on Halloween. They thought it was just a dude, you know, a creepy looking dude.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what's scarier. Like, when you were just talking about waving outside your window, all right, can everyone put themselves in dream logic space for a second? You know, like, when you're dreaming and you're sort of aware that you're dreaming and it's a nightmare and everything's fucking horrifying. And, like, instead of Freddy or Jason or any of these, like, well-known monsters, if it was just that face staring at me, waving and smiling, like, I, I'm shitting my pants. That is the scariest thing I've ever
0: seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, they, they, can you imagine a horror movie with me sitting out the window just tapping? I just want to talk to you. Open up. I ain't gonna. What you actually me. look
1: like is if the kid from Deliverance grew up. He grew a mustache. <laughs> yeah, the banjo kid. He's like, fuck it. I put the banjo down, but I'm gonna rock this mustache and I'm gonna wave out windows and
0: that would. Oh be yeah, it. man. There's all kind of people in in Waco who look like this. I, I, I'm not gonna. This is this is bad. But uh, in Waco, we had a we had a black version of this guy. I'm not lying. I could call my mom and tell you. It was a guy named. I think I mentioned this before. It was, a, it was an old guy named Dick. And Dick looked like this fucking mask right here, except if it was all black and a little balding up here. Because Dick was, I, it, it was a, it's such a sad story, man. Dick was this dude. He was an old alcoholic, and people didn't even try to help him anymore. They just gave, he like he would mow your lawn. He would do all kind of he was hard working, but he worked for alcohol, man. Like his eyes were yellow and had jaundice and shit. And he just and I remember my my aunt. There was a trail in the back of our house. You step outside that trail and you walk take a left and walk down. There was a little shack, little just about the size of this room that I'm in, and Dick lived in that shack and just drank himself to death and that was that was the story, man. Jesus Christ, that was like a uh, like a fucking redneck Charles
1: Dickens story. That was the saddest thing I've ever heard. Like, Happy Halloween. I thought you were going to save his life or something. <laughs> he turned around and now that guy's the president of some C uh, some Fortune 500 company, but no, he just died. Oh, that's what
0: I said. I said this looked like if I had a if I could paint the res- this is what I'm gonna, you know what? this is what I'm going to do next Halloween. I'm going to freak people out cuz this is what I said on the stream on Saturday. I said, "You know what? If I can get a a, a Mario hat, And if I could paint like the bottom part, bottom heart, bottom part of my skin this color, I'd look like a meth out Super Mario. Not so super. That's what I actually call myself. Not so Super Mario.
1: Well, that would be the accurate depiction of Mario, as you and I have already discussed. The CD underbelly of all those games that we like to consume is that that dude is fucking doing meth three or four times a day. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) And y'all seen Nated Turtles around here? (laughs) Princess Peach, that bitch ain't called me back yet. Yeah, man. I like this. I like this. It's just funny your face transforms when you put this on. Let me take this off though, because after a while it does. The face of the people looking at you also transforms. That's the thing. That's, that's <laughs> grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody said Corey got white and old. Ah, uh, somebody said, hey, racist? Reverse blackface? Is it white face? I don't know. I don't think anybody would care because nobody would want nobody would want their white face to look like this. <laughs> so people are like you know what you can have it. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, happy Halloween, y'all. Hope it was a good one. Uh, look, we're gonna go ahead and get into everything here. Uh, we have a good show prepared for you once again. We we're gonna be talking about the Halloween Kills teaser and. The interesting thing that it's connected to going to be talking about Wesley Snipes versus Patton Oswalt and they like, What's going on with them? We'll tell you. And we also have the Trump train versus the Biden bus. A lot of things going against each other today. Let's go ahead and get into the show. Somebody said the lag is back. Well, I don't think it's on my end because, oh, Jesus. nah, no, yeah, it is lagging again oh yeah i don't know what's going on this this might be because at this point it might be a a twitch thing it might not be us because i'm connected to i'm connected to my router uh i'm looking at it i'm connected to the router it stays green for a while uh the internet i checked over here all my lights are good well it looks like it's it looks like it's back to green again look if it gets too crazy then we'll stop but i think it just I think it just went back. I think it's okay now what's going on. I don't know, but I don't want to touch anything while it's good. So let's go ahead. I'll tell you what we can do. We can shut the hell up and get this show going before the lag comes back. Let's let's beat the lag. So what we're going to do is we are going to get into the show and I see it's going yellow again. God damn it. Let's just get on with it and I'll do this very quickly. Hey, thank you so much for your support. You can get yourself a free Twitch subscription if you have an Amazon Prime account. Renew it when the time comes and also gift one to your fellow Toasty out there who do not have the Toasty goodness all over their bodies. And please support us on our Patreon. Our Patreon, besides supporting everything else that we do right here, we're trying to get some more stuff started like animation. And we are working on our current animation right now. Chris Herman's terrifying time on the river. We went uh, went, uh, uh, tubing a couple of summers ago, but we'll also give you access to some archives we got going on, our viewing parties that we do monthly, some bonus streams, some previews of the stuff we are working on, behind the scenes stuff. We have merch, we have discounts, and we have more coming your way. Patreon.com forward slash double toasted, and I see that they've actually put that up in the chat the link to that so please also we will be putting you in our animations for certain people who sign up for a certain level at a certain time wow look at this <laughs> is that is that the showbiz pizza guy oh, do we lose christian
1: no uh, no no i mean i'm looking at the one above me though like I'm, I'm, there's a christian sandwich here of
0: two creepy fucking nightmarish <laughs> italian chefs <laughs> I like the way Christian was so terrified. He just got quiet. I was like, is that is that the showbiz pizza guy? And Christian just sitting up there like, oh, my God. That fucking
1: top one's got, like, red eyes. Like, like that looks like fucking Mufasa's, like, Cobra staff. Or not Mufasa, fucking uh, Jafar from oh, yeah. Aladdin. Where he's got that
0: Cobra staff and shit. That's what his eyes look like. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got, like, uh, the fire of hell underneath him and got that ominous <laughs> shadow lighting going on. Yeah, he's off. got that fucking Hannibal Lecter lighting. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, the thing. We loved that as kids, man, until they came to life and killed people. All right, folks, we are going to go ahead and get things started here. So one last thing I need to let you know. Chances are, chances are we're going to have to do. Let me pull this around here. i got some wires getting in the way of things I Need to look at. Uh, chances are we're going to be doing some commercial breaks during the show. So during that time. We'd like to take some emails from you if we actually get there. So please send your emails to kcoolmanz at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and the face to the book. And if I'm too busy out there taking all of your wonderful emails, Mr. Christian Torres.
1: You can find me over on Instagram, Christian.Monster. Facebook, Christian.LeonTorres. I know some of you, but I want to know all of you. So please come find me.
0: And if you have the urge to come to Austin, Texas, please don't wait till Big Rowdy's off those streets. She's still out there kicking ass. But one day the tables will turn and we will get her off these streets. And when we do, we hope to see you. So please. Email us, kcoolmans at gmail.com, and let us know what your plans are for Austin, Texas. Whether you're moving here or passing through, we get big Ronnie off these streets. We do hope to once again hang out with you. All right, folks. Let's see here. I'm paying attention to the stream. Look, if this isn't working, we might have to stop because I see it's getting red right now it could be something going on with twitch itself or it could be on my end i don't know but if it's if this is not working then we're gonna have to stop because uh i don't know what to do for this uh
1: yeah it's still lagging over here too um obviously i mean i would love to do this show with you but i mean it's gonna be hard to do if no one can hear us so
0: yeah yeah y'all don't get me wrong i i I don't want to stop it and i see that is because i see on my end is going from it's growing it's now it's going from uh there's more colors in there that i didn't even see before now it's now it's turning orange (laughs) you're seeing the whole color spectrum yeah man just waiting for the shit to turn blue and little square turns into a rainbow ah folks i mean i can keep doing this if you want to listen to us but the video
1: Yeah, if it's a Twitch issue, I mean, well, not because we can't record it. I was saying, like, I'd be fine just jumping over to Discord to talk to people about the topics if you want. But, you know, uh, I don't really know what what the best path forward is.
0: Yeah, people say the sound is fine. It's the video that's just weird. And when the... I hope when the VOD goes up, well, probably the VOD is going to be bad. We'd have have to upload it because... uh, Because I'm recording on my end. I'm pretty sure the recording can be is going to be fine. But if you guys... Hey, look, if you want to... If you want to listen, I don't mind you listening. You know, we can stay and we can we can do this. And some people say, hey, just keep going. All right. You know, what? we'll just keep going. Yeah, let me see here. Somebody said it's in the quality. Well, I don't know. My quality has not changed in my settings. I've been doing this for the longest time, pretty much since I kept since I started. So, all right, guys. Oh, you know what? We'll just keep going. If this doesn't bother anybody, if somebody comes up in the chat talking about, man, y'all choppy. You let them know that we know we addressed it and you wanted us to keep going, which we will. So, all right. People say it's just inconsistent, the video. So I'm going to stop talking about it. And I'm just going to get on with the show. And since things are crazy, let's go ahead and uh, jump right into it. Uh, Let's see what we got here. Christian, are you ready? Ready to get into things here? I'm I'm ready, man. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's see what we got here. Somebody said, can't stop the toast. No, we won't. I won't stop the toast. All right, people. Let's go ahead and get into what we got here today. Let's start out with this. You've probably already seen it, but we're going to talk about it again. There is a new teaser out for Halloween Kills next halloween when the
2: sun sets and someone is alone he kills
0: We still have a year away for that. But some interesting developments have taken place. And they want to build a hype right now. Uh, for one, this time, Michael Myers, you know, the legendary killer made famous in Halloween. Uh, he has a new foe here. No, it's not Jason Voorhees. No, it is not Leatherface. For some people, it is something that is much more terrifying. A group of angry black people. They say, they're like, what? You hear the scream right now. Ah, hundreds of white people who just watched this trailer and watching this show right now. What? (laughs) That is much scarier than Michael Myers. A group of angry black people. What's the connection here? Well, we're talking about Black Lives Matter. And they say that, if you go by some of the headlines that have been in the news, they say that, uh, like IndieWire right here, say Halloween Kills teaser, Jamie Lee Curtis says it's a quote unquote masterpiece that ties to black lives matter. And some people say, you know what, that might just actually be the end of Michael Myers. We might actually kill this son of a bitch because he did get his ass whooped by one black person at one time.
1: Yo Mike, come see me. Michael, come and see me. Look at me. Me? Huh? <clears throat>
2: Fucker.
0: And as I said, Buster Rhymes pretty much just lynched his ass right there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so how will this work with Black Lives Matter? Did that Buster Rhymes ass whooping did that did that, did that convince Michael Myers to actually march with the movement? It sounds interesting what they're doing right here i don't have any details this is my i actually read that headline but this is my first time really talking about it and this is my first time actually seeing this teaser right here i don't know if you have anything to add or what your opinions are on this but it definitely sounds interesting Uh, i think there's a couple of points to be made up uh with this too um you already have thought of this but in addition to just how this will tie into black lives matter do you think that some you know we're getting to the point now where people are taking the movement and maybe this is a little bit of a heavy word exploiting it in a way for entertainment uh what do you think
1: yeah okay well a couple things i want to say something i remember vividly going to see that movie in theaters and this is this is why uh all kids are stupid and you should not trust their fucking opinion i was like that was the best movie ever it was the best (laughs) halloween movie that ever which one halloween resurrection Yeah, I was fucking 11 when it came out. And I was like, that's the best. That's the pinnacle of fucking Michael Myers movies. Not realizing that it single-handedly
0: killed the franchise for like eight years or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, So
1: I'm just letting you know I'm a fucking dummy.
0: Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) No, I was just asking your opinion because, no, look, I'm going to say this and a lot of people are not going to like it. And I I, I know my words. I know what I'm saying. I just saw Halloween Resurrection. I saw this uh, last week as sort of our, our our Halloween bad movie special, and I liked it now I liked it probably for all the wrong reasons, but I have fun with this movie man I actually I actually love this movie I, now I love it as a movie that's not really considered to be Canon and it shouldn't because it's terrible it's a fucking horrible film but i, I the way the way I described it and I'll tell you this Christian I looked at it like. You have those Godzilla movies that are trying to be serious and all of them, you know, they got a message or they're badass or whatever. And then you got those goofy ass Godzilla movies that, you know, they're terrible. It's a got a rubber suit, but that's still a lot of fun. This right. was my goofy Godzilla Right here, uh, uh, this we got the well, like, like the of Halloween. Of Jason X,
1: right? Like Jason X is so stupid that you you can't put it in the same category as the rest of the Friday the Thirteenth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind can. of how I feel about Halloween Resurrection. I mean, it's really funny to me, but it's a very very bad film. Like, like, um, let me just say
0: this real quick before you like you know I don't want to get off a of Halloween uh, and you know jump on another horror franchise, but I, I man, people who argue with me that Jason X is stupid that don't fit. You mean after he went to hell, after he went to Manhattan, yeah, after Chief the motherfucker in a box yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he turned into a worm that crawled in. oh that's where you draw the limit when he goes to space right. get the fuck out of here with that man no no <laughs> right that,
1: that that franchise drove over fucking multiple cliffs multiple times per film like well before any of those ones so yeah i totally agree with you but yeah in regards to halloween look i think it's interesting um jimmy lee curtis has a big quote about that and we'll talk about that in a second mm-hmm. but you know, I think the thing we've talked about before is like horror really excels when it tries to be a reflection of the things that we're actually scared of in the time. Right. Mm-hmm. If you look at all the the universal monsters, they're all more or less like kind of fill ins for this, you know, allegorical fear metaphor that we're dealing with. Right. Mm-hmm. So like in that way, it's like Michael Myers is literally a white ghost faced, uh, unkillable uh d- you know, specter more than anything else. Right. Like that's the thing that was so effective about the original films is like, well, yeah, he's Michael Myers, I guess we know that because of cultural osmosis. But back in the day, he was just the shape, right? There was this, there was this bit of mystery to whether he was a man, whether he was something more than that. And so like the idea of an undying white faced, you know, uh, stand in for white nationalism. Sure. It can work. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I do get a little concerned because it's like, Number one, masterpiece. We're just throwing that word around. Jamie Lee Curtis. Let's settle (laughs) down. Uh, And number two, it's like it seems like it could be totally well intentioned. I'm not coming at her for being like an anti ally or something, but it seems Mm -hmm. a little reductive to say, oh, this movie, we're going to really dive into the dynamics of Black Lives Matter about a mob mentality, about this, this and that. Uh, it just seems like a little opportunistic and it's buzzwordy and it's like, you know, yeah. maybe I'm rooting too much into it. But that's the way I kind of took it and just seemed like we don't need to cross
0: these two, uh, you know, streams. Yeah. Necessarily. Let's see what she actually says here, you know, because you're quoting her a little bit already. Uh, this is a quote from her it says what we're seeing around the country of the power of the rage of voices, big groups of people coming together enraged at the set of circumstances. That's what the movie is. The movie's about a mob. And so it's very interesting because it takes on what happens when trauma infects an entire community. And we're seeing it everywhere with the Black Lives Matter movement. We're seeing it in action and Halloween kills, weirdly enough, uh, dovetailed onto that, proceeded it. It was written before that occurred. But then, of course, so when you see it, It's a seething group of people moving through the story as a big angry group. It's really, really, really intense. It's a masterpiece. It sounds like at the end of the movie, like people just gonna get tired of Michael Myers shit and the whole town's finally gonna gang up on him and beat the shit out of him, which that would be amazing if a mob of people just took that mask off and you saw the dude behind it and they just like, it's the fucking guy. Stump this motherfucker, man. I would that's all I would have
1: taken throughout the whole franchise and I know that this is technically a continuation of the second one or the first one so it's the second film in their own chronology but it does seem like I I don't know like you get 10, 15 guys from the old neighborhood with a couple baseball bats we could take out this motherfucker real easy so I would love to see that big action set piece where like the whole town descends like that fucking scene in the the Simpsons movie with pitchforks and shit to kill Michael Myers that'd be incredible
0: that's what I've always said you notice see if you notice all these dudes they go to the suburbs man or they go to some sleepy ass little ass town they don't ever go to Compton they don't ever go to the hood (laughs) they beat the fuck out this dude man Michael Myers is just a dude Michael Myers is a dude that just creeps around around people who in suburbs who you know, are too stupid to lock their doors and leave the windows wide open and shit like and leave, you know, sharp objects out for strangers to get while the doors are open at night. That's all it is. If he pulled man, if Oh, shit. If this fool tried to pull this shit over and, you know, I, I there are neighborhoods in my in my hometown of Waco, Waco. Y'all understand Waco's a crazy ass place. There are projects right down the road from my from my neighborhood with Jason, I mean, Jason and, and, and Michael would have got their ass beat. So this will be interesting to see maybe if this is taken in a different context where people actually confront this dude, you know, in, in a way that we've never seen before. Not like in a Busta Rhymes kind of way, but in a frustrated like we are, we are tired of the dude coming back to this town and tearing shit up. You know, let's let, let's go ahead and pull this neighborhood watch shit and beat the shot. At this guy what if they and someone in the comments said this and i'm really glad
1: because i think it's a really good point what if they try to lynch michael myers in this film like even the that's kind of what i'm saying is playing around with the imagery of of something that's really serious and pervasive in the country and like it's such a stain on our our you know other i don't want to say otherwise clean record because that's not the case but it's a pretty bad stain okay we put that fucker through the tide pen like 10 times the stain's still there so it's like you know i, I just wonder if they do stuff like that and they're they're Whether they wrote it beforehand or not, it doesn't take away kind of my problems with it, which is that it just seems like this opportunistic thing that they're leeching on to because they know that it does speak to power. You know what I mean? And like a lot of times it's like life reflects art or art reflects life. But usually you want that to be an authentic thing, not something that seems kind of tacked on because it's the it's the the, what's gaining momentum.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know. And I don't know how they're going to handle this uh, because they like like it said in the quote right here. Um, I don't think that they'll be completely insensitive. I think that Danny McBride and Joseph Gordon Green have proven themselves to be a little bit smarter. I mean, look, they, first of all, they were smart enough to take all those sequels after the first Halloween and just say bullshit. You know, people always ask for things to be retconned for the better, and that's what they did. I also like the idea that, you know, they they sort of embraced the guy. I'm not even making a joke here. We talked about this in our review. You know, it, no 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 supernatural stuff here it's just kind of cool how it's even progressive in the sense that it's anti-ageist michael myers must be what pushing 70 and is still strong as fuck and out there st- you know almost better than ever uh, within the the last halloween that was put out there
2: the bus crashed mom what
1: bus crashed
2: michael escaped
1: Excuse me, somebody's in here.
0: Hello? You know, I thought it was cool that, somebody said he's 61 years old. So I, I thought it was cool that they just, you know, had this guy years later. They didn't try to like put it as a period piece back in the 70s. Uh, you know, they didn't try to like, again, make it something like, some, you know, supernatural. No, at the beginning of the, of the movie, they clearly show that Michael is a guy. Now he's a guy that you know other people are scared of. Uh, you know the part at the beginning of the movie where they go to the asylum they, they realize like okay this motherfucker is crazy please don't you know antagonize him or get him going. And spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello Michael. <coughs> I have something you might like to see. <laughs> You know, I like that uh, they picked it up and said, this guy's just a dude. So, you know, I I say this because I think it would be really cool if they say like this, this," they don't try to continue this. Maybe they say, if you want to do another uh, series of movies, that's fine. But let's end this story right here. And I would like to see people for once, for once, just go against all the tropes of stupidity that people go out of their way to do to keep these villains and these killers alive. And let's just have it for once in a slasher movie where people are smart, they gang up, and they just... Kill the fuck out that guy because they're tired of it. That I would be really cool with.
1: Well, I think the problem is that they've already said there's going to be two more films. So that's not going to end on the next. See, right. That's my point. I'm like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And that brings it to a logical end point, except, hey, Hollywood got to make that money. So there's already a third one coming out. Um Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like here's the thing. I I really liked parts of the last Halloween movie, but I there were other parts that I really didn't like. And uh, I really like David Gordon Green and 90% of the things that he does, yeah. but I felt like his direction was a music video direction. <laughs> uh, and kind of like antithetical to what John Carpenter did in the original Halloween thing, which he would like it was such restraint. It was far shots, you know what I yeah. mean? It was it was all of these things to kind of bring up more dread and and not knowing whether he was a person or whether he was something more. Uh, and it's like by kind of definitively answering that, you know, by putting him in, like, oh, he's aged. He does go through the rigors of time and stuff like that. It sort of takes a little bit of that mystery away from me. Having said that, it's like, but look, if the whole neighborhood's going to go on a mob mentality against him, like, maybe this is where they swerve. Maybe he is more the shape than he is Michael Myers. And I think that's you know, like a really interesting thing is people seem to forget this is that it was never established that Laurie Strode is his sister in the first movie. Yeah, Like it was supposed to be this really random thing. And I think that's what I loved about it was the idea. You said something earlier where it's just like people have their doors unlocked and it's like that made sense in the seventies, but -hmm. it doesn't really make sense in this world now. I think people are really creeped out and really suspicious at all times. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 I'm curious what they're going to say. I really do love Michael Myers. I think when it's good, it's, you know like I watched the second and fourth one because Loomis is great you know you love Donald Pleasance but as a franchise sometimes it hits this watermark and I really want it to be that good again um and I think that the first Halloween was really successful because it was coming off the tail end you know a decade out from the Manson murders home invasions were on the rise shit that really really scared us and it's like Black Lives Matter like okay that's some meaty thematic uh topic but what are you gonna do with it it's all gonna be in the execution and I'm not sure they're going to be able to stick the landing.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, you're right. I forgot that they said that it's going to be a trilogy. So they, you know, they said that it probably will end with the third one, at least on their end. They're going to try to wrap it up to where maybe you can definitively, if you choose to end it right there. I'm just curious about these things that people say when they hype stuff up. You know, I'm a little worried when people finish something ahead of time and and then they say that it ties in because I've seen a lot of things where people said this is timely, but we never meant it to do this. We never touted it that way. If anything, they've pitched it as, you know what? Uh, these are things that happen so much and we don't realize how none of this stuff has really gone away. You know, that's why it's relevant. You know, it makes me wonder, like with them talking about this was made before and she even used the word. Now we're trying to dovetail this into like, <laughs> you know, what's going on right now. That to me seems opportunistic right there. And I'm just like, well, you know, uh, the movie will speak for itself and if it does and that's that's the thing the movie does speak for itself then they don't even have to say anything about Black Lives Matter anything like that but then again when you see it who knows man I mean it might be something where it's like it, it is very 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 uh, uh, conscious of what's going on right now whether directly or not directly I Also, Michael think
1: Myers seems to be the most egalitarian killer ever by the way I'm not sure he's killed that many black people but in his, in his defense or to his uh, offense whatever the fuck you want to call it it's like there haven't been many black characters in the Halloween franchise. Like I think the first ones that showed up were in Season oh, yeah. of the Witch where Michael Myers wasn't even in it. So I'm he's got a complicated history with with uh, black people, black characters in his movies to begin well, with.
0: Well, I mean it's cool because Michael Myers, I mean if it is in line with the Black Lives Matter movement, Michael Myers has been kind of relatively cool with the uh, He's been an ally, seriously. Yeah, and he, he man, he okay, so he uh but he let he let a uh, uh not only Buster Rhymes live, but he let, he let LL Cool J live, the little black kid in the last movie. Well, that little black kid that had sense, he just said, fuck it, I'm running. I ain't that motherfucker right. that's gonna sit up there screaming you know, and waiting for the gig." get you like, no, please, no, you know, no. He's like, I'm getting the hell out of here. And to think about it, man, I even have it over here. Let me see. When you think about it, Michael Myers is so down with black people, he gives them a head start. You know, he, he, he lets it gives him a chance to run. He'll even take this shit, man. I'm thinking about Halloween where Buster Rhymes. <laughs> let me see here. Because I have the movie right here, man. It's, that's one of my favorite scenes right here. Uh, oh, there it is. He even let Michael Myers. He, ne- he would never has done this with anybody. He yeah. let Buster Rhymes. Actually touch him and not touch him. He actually let him tap him on the head several times in an aggressive manner. Four, huh?
2: You don't get it? You don't get it? Your shit ain't working up there, something? You need to take your ass in the back of the garage with Nora. That's your job. Go back there the door and help her ass out. Go do your job. I left the back door unlocked for your ass to go out the back into the garage. That's what I did. You need to get the hell out of here. Go ahead, Scoop. Skidano. Get the fuck out of Dodge.
0: Okay. (laughs) You know, he's been kind of down for all I know in the next movie. Michael Myers, he might be marching in the Black Lives Matter movies. He might just be a dude out there in a William Shatner mask. (laughs) Walking around with the people and people just kind of like, well, shit. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, the we'll about ally.
1: Seriously, we're going we're gonna, to gonna be a prequel film. We're going to find out all the people he killed were secretly white nationalists as well. <laughs> like the whole time he's been the hero that we've
0: needed. Michael Myers. Yeah. OK, here's a question. You think our girl's going to die right here?
1: <laughs> now, now she can't. Right. She's the one person who's got plot armor because if <laughs> it's going to be Black Lives Matter or maybe not, maybe that makes her first on the chopping block. I don't know. In the tradition of most horror, I assume they'll probably kill off the minorities first.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, uh, maybe, maybe they'll, uh, maybe this will be the thing that makes the neighborhood crazy. Like they killed this black woman and everybody thinks it was like a race killing or something ends it's oh, Michael whoa. Myers. Yeah. yeah, who knows, man? I'm very interested to see what they're going to do here. I agree with you saying it's a masterpiece before it's done. That's uh, a little you know, it's a little full of yourself, but all right. Well, it was supposed to come out this October, right? It was pushed because of the
1: pandemic. So it's like it's done. I'm sure they've seen it, but still like a full year out. You're going to Babe Ruth that. You're pointing at the center field stands. That's a little crazy to me.
0: Yeah. I'm even optioning for a Buster Rhymes uh, cameo, man. Let him come back in <laughs> real quick. Yeah, I remember Michael Maz when I whooped his ass. <laughs> Yo, God hold on, time I'm unrelated. Have you
1: seen Busta? Because Busta lost all that weight, man. Busta made some gains. Dude is ripped again. I'm not even kidding. He looks better than he did in the '90s and shit.
0: That's every uh, older black person over fifty now. There's like, uh, 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 uh what is it? Uh, uh oh, what? Uh, oh, I know Chris uh, Doc, Rock got ripped. Doctor Dr. Dr. Dre is one. Uh, 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 oh, uh, Dave Chappelle, Dr. Dre, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. When Chris Rock gets ripped, man that's some that's some inspiration for your ass right there like that's why i start working out again i'm like fuck man i guess that's just something that you have to do now so yeah buster rhymes oh yeah no i can i can see that man definitely it's a transformation what i'm saying is he's ready he's in michael myers fighting shape oh yeah he knows michael's back man he, he's training he's training <laughs> like michael like, like mike tyson <laughs> so yeah man oh people like uh there's people saying chris rock look up pictures of chris rock Chris Rock is a rock at this point, man. He's that's not even a joke. He's ripped. The guy's tight right now. Uh, and he's still lean. That's the thing. He's got that gymnast shit where he's got like an eight-pack on the sly. You don't even know. Yeah. And like you said, he's got money. <laughs> you know, that's the biggest thing. All these dudes hey, what do all these black dudes have in common? Money. Besides being black and over fifty, money. That's how you can get there. All right, let's go to our next thing right here. Speaking of older ripped black dudes. It also helps me a black vampire. And, you know, speaking of uh, older black vampires, I'm sure that, uh, you know, uh, we've all seen some of the Blade movies out there. Uh, some are better than others, which we will get into in a little bit. But who would have thought that the next installment in the Blade series would be Blade versus Patton Oswald? You know, a lot of people have seen Blade Trinity and have happily forgotten that film. Uh but uh, a lot of people didn't realize that. Oh, you know what? I even pull it up. Oh, there it is. A lot of people didn't realize that uh, Patton Oswald was actually in this. I have to ask a couple of questions. What
2: can you tell me about vampires?
0: They exist. And he just jumped because a black dude. He didn't even though was a vampire, which is what we're talking about today. Intimidating black actors, or black people in general, intimidating black men, and in some opinions, how that influences their perception, at least based on what other people say. This whole thing with Pl- Patton Oswald comes up because Patton Oswald has been talking shit about Wesley Snipes for years. Now, I'm not saying that I agree or disagree at this point. It's not something where I'm going in defense of Wesley Snipes. I'm not defending Patton Oswald. It's just that Patton Oswald for years has been talking about Blade Trinity and the story behind that is how it was. A, it was. It was a very troubled production. It was something that took a long time to make, and it's a miracle that even if it's even if it is a bad movie, it's a miracle it didn't even exists at all. You can even hear the stories that he tells with this. He is on. Uh, what show is this? He's on the Pete Holmes show. This is a couple of years back. Pete Holmes show. So on the Pete Holmes show, if you ever watched that, you might have seen this episode where Pat Oswalt. He goes and tells his story about how Wesley Snipes was one of the reasons uh, holding this production up because he was being a diva on the set. I just had uh, Adam Scott on the show. Oh! We talked a little bit about Blade, Mm -hmm. the movie uh, Blade, comic book Blade. Yeah. And then I was reminded by my producers were you.
2: In Blade? I was in... Oh, I wish I was in Blade. That, the first two <laughs> movies are fantastic. I am in Blade Trinity, which uh, is... No. No. Um, here's what I'll say about Blade Trinity. If you watch... And, and by the way, I'm friends with the writer-director, and he agrees with me on this. If you just sit and watch Blade Trinity... <laughs> It's a D minus. It just doesn't work. But if you know what they went through to get that movie made, it is an A plus. The fact that that movie exists puts it above Citizen Kane. The fact that they, with all the craziness that went down, we were in Vancouver and Wesley Snipes was going crazy and he wouldn't come out of his trailer and you'd walk by his trailer and this... Wall of of pot stench would just like whoa and like kind of push you to the side and then he would you he would only answer to the name Blade you you couldn't call him <laughs> he would only
0: answer to the Blade,
2: Blade. yeah and uh, at, at
0: method actor come on <laughs> he
2: he resorted to just give he would communicate with with uh, post its that he would give to the director and each one he would sign Blade so, uh, and. And also, you know that it's, it's a totally um, science fiction-y fantasy film because there's a scene where I play basketball against a tall black guy and totally stuff on him. So <laughs> it's, it's complete That's science fiction. That's the most fiction. unbelievable thing. That's where you're like, yeah, yeah, vampires could take over. <laughs> Wait, did, did Patton just stuff on a 6'3 black dude? What? Who wrote this crap? It was that bad, so. not while
0: everybody. <laughs> you know, uh...
1: He went on. He's, to- made that, he's turned that into like a funny five-minute bit for like talk show consumption, you know.
0: Oh, so has he told the story before?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like okay, it's be, it's become this anecdotal thing where he's been able to tell like, oh, here's a little inside baseball when it comes to Hollywood. Um, but obviously, I think that was a pretty miserable experience from everybody involved. And then uh, yeah. later on. He goes on to like he's told that story so many times that there's been like printed versions of it. There's been, you know, he said the same thing on Conan, I believe. Uh, But he goes into a more um, specific detail because on that Pete Holmes thing, he's talking about the post-its, how he was communicating with David S. Goyer via the Mm -hmm. post-its. But apparently that all came about because he had allegedly tried to strangle David S. Goyer on the set of Blade Trinity. Um, and you know, like, I don't know if that's true. I wasn't there, but I, I also think it's a weird thing to
0: make up. And Wesley Snipes yeah. has a reputation. Well, I have the, the, the words right here where you he said yeah. this. Uh, so this is him going on. I don't know what this is from, but this is Pat Noswald talking about Wesley Snipes and his experience with Wesley Snipes on blade even more. He says, Oh Christ, that was the third blade movie. And there's this scene where blade goes in and confronts this guy for harvesting humans. The scene was supposed to be the whole basis of the film. Blade is fighting for the last shred of humanity. But they thought that it was just so fucking grim. So they decided to just have Blade fighting Dracula. It was one of those. It was a very troubled production. Wesley Snipes was just fucking crazy in a hilarious way. He wouldn't come out of his trailer and he would smoke weed all day, which is fine with me because I had all these DVDs that I want to catch up on. on. So, yes, you can see, yes, he's telling us bits of the same story. We were in Vancouver. And it was raining. It was always raining. I kept the door to my trailer open to smell the evening rain while I was watching a movie. Then I remember one day on the set, they let everybody pick their own clothes. There was one black actor who was also kind of a club kid, and he wore this shirt with the word garbage on it in big, stylish letters. It was his shirt, as in he brought that shirt. That was his own shirt. And Wesley Slight came down to the set, which he only did for close ups. Everything else was done by his stand-in. I only did one scene with him. But he comes on, he goes, there's only one other black guy in this movie and you make him wear a shirt that says garbage? You racist motherfucker. Uh, and, and allegedly that's where the scuffle ensued. And that's where the scuffle ensued and then he strangled the director is what it said. Now, uh, you read more on this than I did. I read a little bit about this yesterday. When it was uh, coming on my newsfeed. But uh, Wesley Snipes, he disputes this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, I want to say, look, I mean, who hasn't wanted to strangle David S. Goyer, all right? Yeah, dude's a <laughs> fucking hack. And every good thing he's ever had is because he detached himself with Nolan or, or some other talented person. No offense to David S. Goyer. Or all offense. Fuck you, guy. You're a hack. Anyway, um, so I would say this. I, when, I, when you hear that story... It, it doesn't stretch the possibility of belief, right? I mean, Wesley Snipes has a little bit of a reputation for being sometimes difficult. I mean, there were talk during Demolition Man. Uh, white men can't jump, apparently. So, like, I'm not saying that it's, it goes past the realm of believability. Um, but he did respond to it and I think made a really, really interesting point. Um, And I'm just going to paraphrase it, but we actually have the quote. But it's just more or less, it's like, these people who are, well, I can just read it. He's like, let me tell you one thing. If I had tried to strangle David Esquire, you probably wouldn't be talking to me right now. A black guy with muscles strangling the director of a movie is going to jail. I guarantee you that. This is part of the challenges that we as African-Americans face here in America, these microaggressions. The presumption that one white guy can make a statement and that statement stands as true. Why would people believe his version is true? Because they are predisposo- predisposo- ugh, predisposed to believe the black guy is always the problem. Um, and then that only takes his one person, Mr. Oswald, who I really don't know. I can barely remember him on the set, but it's fascinating that a statement alone was enough to make people go, yeah, you know, Snipes has got a problem. So like, here's my thing. I want to turn this over to you. Cause it's like, yeah, reputation be damned. And like, yes, it's the boy cried wolf situation. But the whole point of that story was that there was actually a wolf <laughs> the time that he called for it. So hmm. what do you think? I mean, do you think that it's, that it's likely that, cause he makes a really good point. Like, I don't care at the height of your powers, like. Blade was not an Avengers level film. He wasn't Robert Downey Jr. with that kind of power. He was still a person. yeah, And I think if he did strangle a director, like I, I assume there'd be uh, significant career ramifications. But then again, did he really do much after Trinity? Like I'm talking big, big budget films.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know, man. And I think that's funny. I agree with you when you say, yeah, we have to see that movie who did want to strangle that guy. You know, that, <laughs> that movie's that movie's uh the movie's terrible. Uh, and apparently that movie had a lot of productions besides Wesley Snipes. You know, a lot of production trouble. I mean, even in pre-production, right from the start, where they, where they were trying to figure out what to do with the story. But that's neither here nor there. I think that uh, look, man, I don't know. You got you got two guys who are given two different stories and. You know, I mean, no one can prove either one of them. I mean, does Patton Oswald seem like the kind of guy that would like just flat out lie about Wesley Snipes? Especially when, since Wesley Snipes is going around choking white people, why would he not just <laughs> <laughs> choke Patton Oswald, you know, <laughs> for lying on him uh, if that happened? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, it, I don't know if Patton Oswald would just blatantly lie about that unless he's just caught up in just remembering things. Or like you say, uh, unless it, because it's a black dude and it just seems more aggressive. Uh, I have a story that we'll be talking about tonight where a piece of clothing, you have one guy in in a room wearing the same piece of clothing as somebody else and this guy is singled out and treated badly because it's assumed that he just looked more threatening wearing what he had on. He wore, you know, he was wearing the same thing as somebody else. So perceptions, no matter from how well-meaning a person is or even how liberal-minded a person is, you know, we we can still have these perceptions of... uh, Things being more sinister, or violent, or aggressive than what they really are, because we already think of that person that way. Uh, At the same time, you know, uh, West Wesley Snipes is making a point. As I said, you know, he could be just this could just be a matter of perception. But also, Wesley Snipes has been known to be troubled on all kinds of sets. You mentioned that. All I know is is that it's going to be a he said he said situation. Uh, if he did choke the director, the director was cool. He, he didn't say anything after that. So And who knows, who knows what, what strangled means? Did Wesley Snipes just kind of grab him by the throat and push him back? Because when I think of strangling, I am of somebody just taking someone with two hands and choking their ass out to the ground. You know, uh, Maybe Wesley Snipes just kind of pushed the guy and said something, put his hand on his throat and it was taken uh, out of context as strangling. And on top of that, it sounds like everybody was high as fuck. So who knows what was going on? Every, apparently, everybody was smoking weed uh, over there. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, as much as I want to say that Wesley Snipes is right and Wesley Snipes uh, is making a great point, I, man, who knows what happened? Who knows exa- No one will ever know except these two guys, and even they don't know because I got their own versions of it. So I don't know, okay. man.
1: Well, I do want to bring this up. There's, <clears throat> did someone put a link in the chat. And I read this story, but I couldn't find a good video. And apparently, they had, which is that on Blade Trinity, there was a scene where he was like on a slab, and he was supposed to open his eyes, mm-hmm. and Wesley Snipes just refused to open his eyes, and they had to CGI his eyes open. And it was like 2002, right? So that's f- not like great CGI. Oh. That shit didn't age well.
0: Is that what everybody's talking about? Cause I kept seeing it in the in the chat. Yeah, CGIs. no, it's worth
1: watching. I've seen the gif of it, and you're like, what the fuck?
0: So yeah, I know it's like amazing to me. Let me pull this up. Oh, and there's your boy, Buster Rhymes. Dude, he, dude, Team Swole. He got Jesus. fucking Swole. Jesus. And I like that guy. He, he, I loved him in uh, Resurrection, man. I'm, I'm not going to even bullshit people. He's good. He's in a really good Joe
1: Carnahan film called NARC as well. I'm sure you've seen it back in the day, and he's actually really good in that movie.
0: Let's see these CGI's right here, man. <laughs> uh, uh, 323 uh, times. Leap three three Guard is All right. Let me get past that. Maybe go to 320. Let, let us enjoy it a little. <laughs> let me see here. 320. Uh, all right. Let's see here. I'm going to scroll this up, go to full screen, raise this up. All right, here we go. <laughs>
1: yeah so look i believe the story is what i'm saying because this motherfucker wouldn't just open his
0: eyes that's incredible i mean if you refuse to do that is the easiest goddamn thing that you can do open your eyes nobody's asking you to do a stunt nobody's asking you to do any extra work any hard work just pull your you know open your eyelids that's it wow so you know i'm look i hate to say it but if i had if i had to like take a bet i mean if somebody just Forced me to like choose. They had a gun in my head. I'd be like, man, Wesley Snipes has always been a little trouble on set. He probably did do it. Patton Oswalt. I'm not one of those people who just loves Patton Oswalt because he's the hipster guy to love. Just seemed like Patton Oswalt just wouldn't fucking lie about that, man. So I don't know.
1: No, I, I, I no, I completely agree. I mean, that's the thing. So I feel bad. I think Wesley Snipes made an amazing uh, point. And I think it sucks that he probably won't benefit from, you know, the the fruits of that labor, I guess. But I think it's a really good point to make because there is this like predisposition in Hollywood for like what you said, like the perception of something being outwardly more dangerous, yeah. even though there's nothing to support that. Uh, and so I think that's like even someone that is beloved, kind of like Patton Oswald, I wanted to immediately believe him. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, that's kind of the point. Right. Shouldn't we really take this in and kind of weigh everything against the, you know, uh, yeah. against each other and see how it comes out you know and the problem knows? is again wesley snipes is just the fucking worst person in the world to make that
0: point point. and maybe just maybe you know this is even taken out of context maybe this is the scene where they told him to do something before and they decide not to go with and they changed the story around that story was see here's here it's taking another turn that story was rewritten so many times mm-hmm. they rewrote that while they were filming so maybe that i mean this doesn't even say anything maybe there was uh Maybe there was something where they wanted him to keep his eyes closed and then they decided at the last minute, all right, well, you know, we want his eyes open because we want to keep it open for a sequel or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: everyone was well aware what what the fuck that yeah. was leave the down to the music department everybody
0: yeah his eyes are like woody from toy story man <laughs> you know i it that's a that is a damn shame if this man calls people extra money just for him to open his eyes but i don't again i don't know man i really don't know i i it's just one of those things it's a story you got two guys who have their sides to it i had so, I can't say. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 It's just like, man. I do this with everything, and people don't like it. I do it. Unfortunately, when you have stories, something that like, not every story, but like people. There's a story about rape, and people. The last thing they want to hear is, well, you know, I don't know. But I. That's what I always do, man. If I don't have all the details, I just say I don't know. So to be honest with you, I don't know who to believe in that story. Uh, we, there's, there's, there's there's uh, points being made by both of them as to why you should believe them. So whatever. Ah, uh, all right. Let's go ahead and move on to our last thing here, which is, and let's see, let's see, you know, this whole thing between Biden and Trump, this really is starting to lead up to like a boxing match. Like, I'm just waiting for these two motherfuckers to go out there on stage and to start fighting each other physically, throwing throwing blows because it's getting crazy and their aggressiveness towards each other. And I'm, look, yeah, I'm going to take sides here because, I mean, we all know how Trump is. Trump is actually encouraging violence. He's encouraging uh, 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 intimidation from his base. And it's gotten to a point now where, you know, I'm making jokes about it, but it's people. This is insane. This is insane. There's lawlessness now going on with this, this, this election. So you guys might've heard this already. It happened a couple of days ago. And I'm just, I'm amazed how lightly people are taking this. This is from the now this video series that you probably have seen on Facebook and all all online on YouTube or something. And they're showing (laughs) the showdown, not even a showdown. It's pretty much, like I said, intimidation, the Biden bus being, I'm going to say it, being attacked by what they call a Trump train. Pretty much a bunch of vehicles surround the Biden bus and they just kind of coerce it to leave town. I think they were going down I-35, they were on their way to Austin, Texas, and they they had to cancel uh, an appearance in Austin, the Biden campaign because of this Trump train that was happening. And uh, if you haven't heard about this, here's the video, but just the, the, again, the reaction to what happened with this after it was done our lack thereof is it's it's just sad to me. The Biden Harris bus
1: is leading the Trump train. Woo!
2: that
0: (gasps) oh my god now that i was i should have i didn't know it was so much uh reading on this I'll go back and read this for the people who might be listening but let me see here so the, 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 what, and, and what they're not showing you oh I'm sorry what you probably can't see if you're listening is when you heard that reaction of oh my god there was there was a sort of almost a collision that had well it was a collision it was a white SUV that was I think with the is it now Christian tell me was this was this white SUV with the Biden uh campaign Yeah, allegedly
1: uh, it was an unmarked escort because they were supposed to have police escorts and whatnot. And later on in the video, some trumper makes a joke about I guess they defunded the police because police ain't here there. By the way, they actually had Southern accents. I'm not being an an asshole Mm -hmm. pretending that they're Southern. Uh, But yeah, it was that was an unmarked police officer that was supposed to be with them.
0: And so I guess he was trying to get back behind. The bus, uh, he was trying to stop you know, because this, like I said, this is intimidation, y'all. And uh, I guess he was trying to like uh, uh, get the truck to move back and there was a collision there. So I'll read this as it goes along. A Biden staffer told Daily Beast reporter Kelly, well, I will. That pro truck truck slowed down in front of the bus and tried to stop it on the highway and quote unquote, run it off the road. Biden campaign volunteer, Eric Savini said, he called 911 after seeing Trump supporters ambushing the Biden campaign bus. He said he saw the Trump supporters hit a staffer's car. Travis County Democratic Party chair, Katie Naragno tweeted, Trump supporters ran into a person's car and were yelling threats. Social media users posted other videos of the white SUV that appeared to show the SUV escort in the Biden campaign bus. Somebody said that they had police escort, but I guess they defunded the police and the escort left because that ain't nowhere around. (laughs) Look, look. (laughs) you.
1: Get that Uncle Bobby mask back up. (laughs) That that
0: white car is. I guess escort the Biden bus. look, look, look. Look at how they're driving. I guess they defunded the police and ran their ass off the road. <laughs> Representative Lloyd Doggett, as well as Congressional Candidates Wendy Davis, and Texas Senate candidate Roland Guterres were reported reported on the bus. A Texas Trump train chapter member posted a video that shows a vehicle pulling up to the Biden campaign bus. As the Biden campaign bus appears to switch lanes, the Biden campaign later canceled a Friday event in Austin, Texas. Texas Representative Cheryl Cole said the Trump supporters' blockade escalated well beyond safe limits. Biden campaign staffer Tariq Thofiq said Trump supporters put our staff, surrogates, supporters, and others in harm's way. Kamala Harris made stops in Texas the same day, but there are no reports of Trump supporters disrupting her events. We're in New Brunswick. Texas. Oh, they don't Texas, want that smoke.
2: And we are welcoming Kamala Harris with the New Braunfels Trump train. Woo!
0: Footage posted by social media users supported the Trump supporters. Telling the campaign bus, but throughout Texas. Funniest thing I've ever seen, man. They're like chasing him uh, This is in Ubaffels right now. And they're like, they got kind of, look at this. They're like literally escorting him out of town. We're just following the uh Trump train that is following the Biden bus. Trump supporters disrupted at least two other events in Texas. There's some Trump supporters that have showed up behind the Biden Harris bus that has been
1: traveling all over the country.
0: I'm calling you lady! Your little Biden-Harrison is not gonna do anything. They're lying to you and you're a sheep. You're a sheep. You're a sheep. This is what a Biden supporter had to say about the Trump trade. This is what the Trump supporters do. This is who the Trump supporters are. This is what Trump has done to America. This is what Trump- Look at This Let's go! I don't need Let's go, please go. Polls show that the Republican stronghold Texas Is now a battleground state in the 2020 presidential election. Trump is calling on his supporters to be, quote unquote, poll watchers, which has sparked criticism for being a form of voter suppression. I hope
2: you're all going to be poll watchers. I hope you are.
0: Donald Trump Jr. encouraged people to join the Trump train.
2: It'd be great if you guys all get together, head down to McAllen and give Kamala Harris a nice Trump train welcome.
0: Trump supporters have tried to interfere as people vote. Trump supporters, many of them who were maskless, drove around and yelled at voters in Virginia on September 19th.
2: Four more years! Four more years!
0: So let me just start by saying again, instead of because somebody's always going to do this, you claim to want us to be fair and say that we're being too one-sided. Let me just say, if Biden's team have been doing if any presidential if any candidate in anything i don't care if you're running for again your fifth grade class president i mean this is crazy right here you you don't this is not what politics is supposed to be this is what people are talking about when they say that democracy is getting crazy and going downhill no the, the, the problem with this is that there are always going to be people who do stuff like this the thing is is that we have taken attempts to suppress those 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 kind of actions because They range from everywhere anywhere from bullying to downright illegal. I'm not again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a law person. But what it seems like with that Trump train following the bus, that was not only intimidation, but that was assault. If you have this truck try to run somebody off the road and yet you you're seeing no legal action being taken for this at all. Christian, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, what what, what are we going to say here? Um, I, I agree with you. Anyone who's trying to say, like, oh, you guys are one sided and blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, and I heard that someone tried to say uh, that, you know, because I have a preference and ideology it means that i'm unable to discern fact from fiction which i think is inherently untrue um i think anyone with eyes can look at this and say that like no one of these things is not like the other that's what's defined trumpism from the very beginning um and you could have made an an argument for like well he's shaking things up trump's a disrupticon don't you know and that's fine to an extent but like we're past that he's been in charge for three and a half years like there's no longer this ambiguity about who is responsible for what. This is the rhetoric that comes out. He goes on debate stages with 70 million people watching and asks for poll watchers. He supports them on Twitter. Uh, there's 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 nothing about this that is applicable or comparable to someone that I disagree with and dislike, but voted for nonetheless. And Joe Biden, uh, because that is a return to at least the wheelhouse of normal civility and democracy. Does not mean that whatever happens if Biden wins, that. Such suddenly the work is done that everyone get complacent no we have yeah. to do a lot of shit we still have to be very fervent in our uh, criticism however like a bad shitty dem- so- someone who is within like a democratist is not a fucking bad shitty fascist and i just don't understand why we're allowing this and why like clearly if there's ever been this concept of we operate under two law and orders, two justice systems, you're seeing it here. Like this is this is just ridiculous, man, it's disquieting and makes me a little sick. I mean, this was in your, your, uh, you know, yeah.
0: neighborhood. Look, I'm tired, I'm just tired of people talking about how much they want democracy and how much they love America. The more I hear people who, the more I hear people who, out, who outright just cry out, I love America, I'm automatically nervous of you. Because that makes me think that you're just using that word to just justify what you want. It's not about democracy. It's about your selfish ass and what you want. And if you sit back and watch, because anybody with fucking common sense is gonna look at any kind of election and we're gonna disagree. That's just, that's, that is why we are under this, the, the, why we're under what we call a democracy, because we have to learn to accept that we're not 100% gonna agree on everything and we shouldn't. But no one should ever be publicly. A presidential candidate, nonetheless, should never be intimidated and harassed and driven off a fucking road. That is not democracy right there. In fact, that is fucking illegal. And we sit back and we start to accept this. Like I said, many years ago, those people would have been found and they would have we would have tried to prosecute. We would have have at least tried to get names. And now we got the, the president and his son calling for people to do that action. And furthermore, you know, not just condoning it, but encouraging it. You know, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. And sure enough, sure enough, when uh, they start talking to Trump, man, about this, you can sit up here and talk. You can say three, two, one, and he's going to drop Antifa. I'm so sick of hearing this fucking word Antifa from him. I don't give a fuck about Antifa. Antifa's not the problem. I don't care if you think I'm for them or not. I'm not trying to take any sides, but I'm telling you, if you do, if you, if you go look at the numbers, there's not been any murder. There's not even been the number of harassment that they're trying to talk about under the name of Antifa. If you look at where all this has come from, it's, become, it's come from where domestic terrorism has really come from. And this is—we have several organizations uh, uh, taking these numbers that has come from domestic terrorism of white nationalists and white and 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 and, uh, and white and white racism. You know, these are people who are who are doing this shit, and it's being encouraged by your president. Uh, you know, look at this right here, Donald J. Trump. This story is false. They did nothing wrong. But the antifa anarchists—there we go with that fucking word, man. It means nothing. He's just throwing buzzwords around now. Antifa anarchists, rioters and looters who have caused so much harm, destruction in democratic run cities are being seriously looked at. And we look at this and there's people all around the Internet who are, who are making this a partisan thing. Laura Ingram was on Fox talking about Joe Biden. Get your people. Stop the intimidation. You don't see Joe Biden's truck uh, 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 base running around trying to run Trump's bus off the road. You don't see them out there yelling at these people. And, and, but here's I'm going to tell you what the problem is. But look, you know, let me see here. Here's Trump actively urging, vocally urging these people through quote unquote poll watching to go out there and pretty much, I mean, people don't get, do not get this mixed up. When he says go out and poll watch, whether he is doing this directly or not, he's encouraging people to go out there, scream and holler and try to intimidate voters, which is voter suppression. And it's not legal.
2: Will you urge your supporters to stay calm during this extended period, not to engage in any civil unrest. And will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? President Trump, I'm you i I'm urging first. my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. they were called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why?
0: Because bad things happen in Philadelphia. I wish you would get over my shoulder while I'm voting. You'll get an elbow right to your fucking face. Nobody's supposed to be watching anybody vote except the people who are hired or volunteered to be there and there's no reason why anybody should be watching anyone else there that is illegal and that is considered to be a form of intimidation and voter suppression if they do that I, you know this is this is why this is crazy right here this is why i hate it when people say be fair because none of this shit is fair you know, when you tell somebody to be fair, all you're doing is telling them to shut up because you do not like their opinion. If, if somebody was agreeing, uh, agreeing with you, you'd be like, oh, they're very fair and balanced. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Nobody yeah, wants When did the
1: Republicans ever play by the rule? I mean, and I'm not even being shithead about this. At some point, you need to respect the fucking game of the Republicans who constantly change the rules and always get shit done while we stand on ceremony and we act like pussies. Sorry. Like, that's usually what happens. The Democratic Party has the best ideas, but we don't do anything about it and we alienate everybody. Um, And so, dude, I don't know. I'm just looking at this. Can I just bring up this last point, which is to say that it's amazing to me that, like, the people who are on the Biden camp, I don't know anyone who's enthusiastic about voting for Biden. We're enthusiastic about democracy, right, about people being treated egalitarianism or whatnot. Um, but on the other side, they actually really love this guy. Like it is such a cult of personality. And it's so funny to me that we are like warring this tribalistic, you know, like we're fucking barbarians in the, in the, in the the olden days over these two people. Like these are the people we're putting on our war flags. It's so, it's so just profoundly disappointing that this is how uh, marginalized we are. And it's not for good people. It's not for people who are worth fighting over for fucking donald trump and joe biden you know what i mean and it's just i don't know yeah these these fucking people but even even with that you're absolutely right like it is a one-side thing we need to get over this idea that oh hey it's uh you need to be
0: fair both sides are doing it no both sides are not doing this no they're not and and people this is not i was talking to christian before this. this is not a sports match man it's it's already sad that we're encouraged to burn cities down and punch horses and eat their shit when we when we win a game And this is finally, this is something that's bubbling over into uh, what's supposed to be a democratic process. This is not this. This is not right, people. And it's not. And we 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 know that everybody's not going to do right. You know, that's why we have laws. That's why I when people say, you know, well, you should just if people just stopped. Well, yeah, if people just stop murdering people. We wouldn't have to have police. We wouldn't have to have laws in the first place. Not everybody's going to do right. What you have are leaders who have to play a role model to these people and they have to lead. When you have people in, in, in leadership positions encouraging this shit, that's when this this is completely gone off the rails and we have to get back we have to get back to some sense of being not only not not only sensible but act like human beings act like adults here you know we i was looking at this uh um a uh, 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 mark rubio senator from florida mark rubio this bitch ass he actually went out and said that he loves this kind of behavior you know he'd, he'd wish that that uh you know what let me see do i have it here oh did they take my let me see here Oh, let me see. I had it on a page here. Uh, here we go. I don't know why I went to another page, but I'm on the Daily Beast with this. I know Daily Beast is a very liberal rag, but I mean, you can. When somebody quotes something, it's out there, and it, you know, it doesn't matter where it comes from. If they said it, it comes from their mouth. You can get it from any source. Uh, Mark Rubio says, We love what they did. Praises Texas Trump fan caravan that swarmed Biden bus. Let me go and play this from Twitter.
2: Listen, I saw yesterday. A video of these people in Texas. Did you see it? All the cars on the road with the... Car. We love what they did, but here's the thing they don't know. We do that in Florida every day.
0: That's not an endorsement. It's Florida. You fuck up every day. Every day there's a dude running into a, a, a gas station to buy beer with an alligator under their, under their arms. People, there's you know, people running naked and swimming with sharks and all kinds of, it, Florida is not, you're not normal there. You do that all the time because it's not fucking normal. And it shouldn't be, the, it, this should not be the, 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 the norm for the rest of the country. That's insane, people, these are leaders. These are leaders who are telling you to do this. If Trump wins the election and he wins it fairly and he wins it civilly, that's the way this is supposed to work. We have to accept it, whether we like it or not. If it's, you know, if everything is fair, the numbers are fair, the votes are there, and people act like fucking normal human beings after it's done. Then we have nothing to say about it, whether we like it or not. But when it happens this way, this is insane. Well, well, by the way, we did like Hillary won by almost four million
1: more votes and uh, electoral college, and yeah, we were mad about it, but we accepted it and we moved on. And then what we did, what we should do with any president who does not align with our values or principles, is which we. Criticized him incessantly, yeah. so it's like we did that already, and now the mere suggestion that they do the same thing—it's—it's it's a bridge too far. The other thing I want to say about this very quickly is like George W. Bush. I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, if only we had George W. Bush. He's a fucking war criminal. he started three wars, yeah. like, and put him on credit cards that we didn't have and fucked over generations." Like, I'm not lusting for that time, but what I will say is that there is a difference between piece of shit, evil within the wheelhouse of our democracy, George W. Bush and the piece of shit, evil who is not in, within the wheelhouse of our democracy, who constantly wipes his ass with the constitution. There's no way you can talk about patriotism and then talk about Trump in the same sentence without being a fucking cliche. Marco Rubio, by the way, cause you know, I'm from Florida a little bit. My yeah. mom still lives there. Yeah. Um, the biggest ineffectual piece of shit, limp dick Senator that there has ever been. In my opinion, he is like Ted Cruz, but worse somehow. Uh, and you know, like the fact that he's been owned by Trump repeatedly has no moral fortitude or a semblance of a backbone says everything that needs to be said about him. Uh, and lastly, my mom wanted to go to Jill Biden's thing on Sunday cause it was in Tampa. My mom still lives in Tampa. Uh, and she was not able to get the location because they basically hid the uh, location for any of these drive-in rallies that they were going to do, uh, because of the incidents that happened on Saturday and people were really worried about Jill Biden. So it's like, it's just—it's crazy to me that we're talking about literal violence, intimidation acts. Like that almost felt like a sundown town situation, Corey. To me, yeah. like people were following people in cars to yeah. make sure they get out of the state line in time.
0: Yeah, that's 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 Ugh. when you're chasing people out and you're proud of it. This the, the people I don't know what to say, man. Uh, I will I will tell you this. First of all, fuck, fuck Rubio, man. This dude how dare you use your state talking about this is what we do yeah you also created a super villain called fucking florida man you know because you're so crazy there that's that, don't ever do that and the other thing is that this whole this is black people have had to eat shit for generations man and every time we lost something right down to even being murdered you know, yes, we will protest, but only when you actually push people to do that. Only when people, but we, we shit, for, we've eaten shit for centuries, man. And every time we have to be like, well, okay, I guess that's how it goes. When you see people, you don't understand this, this. I said this yesterday on Sunday show. This is privilege in action right here. These are, this is privilege and this is change in effect. These are people who see change happening. These are people who, when they say that privilege doesn't exist, well, if you don't think it exists, why are you so afraid of losing what you have? <laughs> you know why are you so why are you chasing buses down the road? You know anybody who says that privilege don't exist is just people who just don't want to lose it. It exists very much for them. So I don't you know th- this this is bullshit. But they always want to really, tell us like to like be you know what be fair, be nonviolent, sit back. And I'm not encouraging violence, but do you understand there are people who want to actually go out now and they're intimidating people, they're threatening people's lives, they're hurting people. But I just look. I'm not saying go out there and do the same, but I will say defend yourself and don't ever, be put, don't ever be intimidated into thinking that you have to be docile anymore because that's how they get you too. You know, again, that's why they love Martin Luther King and he did the right thing, don't get me wrong, but they love him because he took an ass whooping. They don't ever like Malcolm X because Malcolm X said, you know, you, fit, you hit me, I'm going to fucking hit you back. People don't like that unless you're talking about, all right, hey, 4th of July, we, we fought those British bastards, man. We hit them all day long. Oh, but don't your black ass do it. You know, you stay right where you are. Ah, fuck all that.
1: Uh, if I could add this on two notes, which is to say, please vote. Obviously, go vote. If you live in North Carolina or Pennsylvania or Florida specifically, Uh, Even if they gave you extensions on the mail-in ballots, do not mail those things for the love of God. (laughs) Like We don't want this to go to any kind of Supreme Court situation and and, and disputing uh, ballots that come in after the third. So go do that. And the other thing is this. No matter what happens, all right? And I'm saying this, and I'm trying my best to mean it, but I am about to have a nervous breakdown about it. If the worst happens, if Trump wins, if Biden wins, whatever – try to be civil. Like, let's try to repair because the other side probably isn't going to do it. And it's going to take, as James Baldwin says, uh, meeting love with or meeting ignorance with love to make us get on any kind of path towards reconciliation. Uh, And I know that's so much easier said than done. And I fight with so many people all the time. uh, But, you know, like fighting that fighting's over. Like, we have to try our best to kind of bring this whole thing back together if we can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, people i mean i'm not trying to tell anybody to go out there and be like them you do not want to be like anybody i don't care what side on. you don't want to be like anybody who's intimidating someone don't be a bully that's what it is these, these people are being bullies they're being spoiled brats and they're being entitled assholes man do not be like them but do not take shit from people do not let people tell you all the time well you're not being fair you're not looking at both sides it's obviously not both there's no both sides to being bullied all right That's why it's called bullying, because you're pushing somebody else around and that person is not able to fight back. Don't be don't don't be a victim. Don't let these people do this to you. I just want there to be a Lord
1: of the fly situation. You know, we're kids on an island. We're chasing around piggy. We're killing each other and shit. And then the one adult shows up and suddenly we're like, what the fuck have we been doing for four years? You know, like (laughs) I just I, I want it to all be this creepy fugue state that we were in. But it doesn't seem likely.
0: Yeah. I don't know, people. And it's not going to drive. But when it happens, people are only going to be crazy for a little while. I mean, we'll probably settle down if we choose to do so, if we choose to actually act like we have some sense. But if, it's going to be a while, man, because, you know, it's been, it's yeah, been years mean, and years listen, of I, this being built up. I was going to tell you, I mean, seriously, and I'm not trying to be
1: sensationalist. I just like I think there's going to be some hard feelings no matter what happens. And so if you live in a place that's like you know, a battleground state, if you live in Florida or Texas, like you do, Mr. Coleman, just please
0: be careful. Like people are going to be on edge for a couple of weeks and everyone protect themselves. That's all. Yeah. Don't take, I'm telling you people, don't do not put yourself in a dangerous position, but do not take shit off anybody. That's what's been happening all the time. Every, you know, taking the high road to a lot of people means, Hey, you know what, take the high road and let me push you around. That's what it means. High road means being the, being the better person often means like, well, I will just be quiet and show how good I am by not hitting back or, or not, not, not giving back. Fuck that, man. Yeah. When right. they
1: go low, we go high. That shit stopped working in 2016.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I'll leave it with that. You see what's happening right here. You see what's happening. And once our leaders start doing this, you cannot depend on anybody you know you really have to be careful for yourself we have people in high positions encouraging this all right folks that is it i got to get out of here now it's been fun christian
1: yeah, man. I mean, as much fun we we always end on the down note, and <laughs> I think we got to find like a like a like one piece of happy news to put at the very end of these shows. You know what? Let's find a dog
0: or a kitten story to end the, the show with. Sometimes, right. yeah, there's got to be like a bunch of those lying around. Right? Well, yeah, we will end with a dog and a kitten video, uh, one, uh, one and or both, you know. So we'll see. All right. All right. I'm happy. I don't know. I mean, again, hopefully on Friday, this is not a
1: thing that we're going to have
0: to worry about too much.
1: You know, they said there's a 60% chance that we'll know who's the president by 3 a.m. on election night. Otherwise, it's going to take two or three weeks. So hopefully
0: it's. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, man. All right, folks uh let's see here i would go to a commercial break but we gotta get out of here i would just say this uh please keep supporting us you can get yourself a free subscription if you have an amazon prime account a subscription right here to this twitch channel also please join our patreon help us make happier content <laughs> out there. not that i don't mind I, I, I enjoy talking about this don't get me wrong it needs to be talked about but join our patreon over here warm and toasty hot and butter golden brown Get yourself some bonus content along with the animation we're producing. I'll be doing a stream for you guys pretty soon. We'll be doing a watch party for a crazy movie out there. And I'll be doing some behind-the-scenes stuff of what we're working on. So, Christian, anything you need to say before we go? Nothing. Uh, vote, and I love all of you, and I'll see you on the other side. Yes, sir. Okay, cool Cool mans at gmail, oh, I don't have my music on, hold on. Mans, K KQmans, Kcoolmans, Kcoolmans, ain't so cool without his music, K Kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. Please email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, put ander advantage. Hit us up on the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and the face to the book. See all those details right there, all that information copied down. Memorize it, love it, and use it. And if I'm too busy taking all of your emails out there, Mr. Torres. Uh, find me on Instagram,
1: Christian.Monster, Facebook, Christian Leon Torres. Uh, I know some of you, I want to know all of you, so please come find me. Be safe, and I'll see you on Friday.
0: And when Big Ronnie's off those streets, we welcome you to once again come visit us here in Austin, Texas. But that time would not be now because there's just too much craziness going on. You know, it's about to get crazy, so you might want to stay your ass where you are. But when the time does come, hit us up, kcoolmans at gmail.com, and let us know what your plans for Austin are. Whether you're visiting or just passing through, we'd love to hang out with you. All right, everybody, that is it. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to watching us, goodbye, and stay toasty. Ooh.
1: That melody unresolved. I got scared. What happened? Oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> All right, Joe, no, we'll see you later. Bye.